Do you find yourself always choosing between two options, living as though every decision you will ever make is either or? Or have you found a way to maybe find the solution that allows everyone to thrive? That is the third way. And that is what we're going to talk about today on the In Bloom podcast. I am your host, Josh Bickford. Today is Wednesday, April the 26th in the year 2023. And we are here together to share a cup of coffee and to talk about life and thriving in real estate, just like we do every Monday through Thursday, uh, or anytime you want to on these on uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, or Facebook. You can obviously replay these, or if you prefer an audio experience, uh, you would prefer that I tickle your ears instead of tickle your eyes. <laughs> Yuck. Sorry for that. Um, well, we're available always on the platform, uh, streaming platform of your choice. Uh, so whether that's Spotify, Apple, or Google, or another service that rips directly from them, uh, we are where you want us to be. So uh, let's get today started uh, with our sip of coffee, and then we will dive into looking for, finding, and operating from the third way. I don't know who needs to hear this, but New Mexico coffee, very, very good. Uh, so uh, I wrote about this on in my column a few weeks ago uh, on the asset column, uh, and this has been a guiding principle for me, uh, which is why I'm sharing it with you. The podcast is not about me, it's about you. Uh, but this has been very helpful, uh, and it's helped me navigate uh, the world for the last few years when we have really gone crazy uh, and we have polarized everything. Uh, and um, it just feels like nobody trusts anyone and everybody's out to get everybody else. And that's, that's not a good place to live. You don't want to do that at all. Uh, so uh, we're going to discuss the third way. So um, think, for example, in our industry, uh, in real estate, you can see this everywhere. Look at any headline that you see. Look at any talking head on TV, uh, look at anything that the company you work for puts out, I would, I would be willing to bet. And it is all going to point to some piece of data that shows how things were in 2021 or coming back, or that we're moving into sales climbing and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's everywhere. That permeates our industry with everything. That is one way to see it. You can also go look, and you'll find this everywhere too, especially on social media. Twitter's a really good spot to find a lot of this, uh, but you can see it in on YouTube as well, everywhere. You'll find you know, Chicken Littles telling you that the sky's falling, that we're never going back to, to the way things were, that the end is near, uh, you should quit your job and go do something else that's meaningful and worthwhile and is of service to your community. Uh, now, personally, I don't I don't buy any of those options, but there are a whole lot of us who kind of see that either or in our own lives. We see things have to return to 2021 or I've got to go find something else to do as if those are the only two choices that you are faced with. Um, my friend, that is not true. Those those are not your only options. Uh, and when you look at what the real estate market is doing nationwide, not that that matters for you or your clients, of course, but you can see when you're looking just in general, 
every market is completely different right now. And even every sub-market within every market is completely different. Uh, there are lots of reasons that people are moving. There's lots of places that they're moving to. And there's lots of reasons that they aren't moving. Uh, in the Western U.S., it's gotten a lot slower. On, um, prices have come down a lot more than they have in the East. Uh, Texas is kind of going through it right now. There's a lot of new construction there. Uh, Florida has kind of been seeing it. And those have been like the big two places people have been moving. Uh, the Nashville, Tennessee area is going through it. Another one where a lot of people moved over the last couple of years. Um, to think that your only options are the market has to be different than it is, or I have to find something else to do, is simply lying to yourself. But it, it, it puts you into a space where you're operating from fear, whether you're in the fight or flight thing. Uh, and you, you don't want to operate there. Um, you don't have to have a twenty-one or 2021 market in order to sell houses. And you don't have to pack up if the market isn't 2021. 2021 was the crazy. The first half of 2022 was the crazy. 2020 was the crazy. We are returning to the normal. And um, the, the only reason I can see why someone would want to return to that crazy is because it was easy. You don't want to work. Um, you don't want to put any effort in. You don't want to have to learn anything like that. That makes sense to me. Um, big time. That just makes all the sense in the world to me that, and I don't want you to think that I'm somebody who, I, you know, I want to work 24 hours a day and never do anything else. Like, of course, easy money is nice. Everybody likes that. But that's like, think about all the negatives that went with those markets. Think about combing through hundreds of offers or trying to get your offer to stand out amongst hundreds or literally telling someone, you only want 400,000 for your house. That is unacceptable to me. I want you to have 600. Like that's nuts, nuts. I've never understood and I just, I never could wrap my mind around this. T telling somebody that you cannot give them what they want for something, you have to give them more. That's just wild to me. Like I, I can see the, under promise over deliver that you do in business, you know, like you would want to deliver a better experience to your clients than they expect. But when it comes to dollars, um, that's wild. So um, the third way, that's kind of an example for you of what third way is. So third way was introduced to me actually at church. Uh, and it was using a story that we've all heard from the Bible, where Jesus talks about if, if someone strikes your cheek, turn the other cheek. We've all heard that, right? The part that I had never really paid attention to was which cheek and what that meant. And I'd encourage you to, uh, I didn't write the scripture down, so I'd tell you to look for it, but you can Google that. Where's the verse that uh, Jesus says to turn the other cheek? We've all heard that. When somebody does you wrong, turn the other cheek. Um, that's not what that means. So in that, I got to think through here. It would be if the if they slap your right cheek, give them your left. I believe that that's right. I should have looked this up before we started recording. Uh, if I'm wrong and I'm it's backwards, you'll see the point because I've got my hands here. I can show you this. But um, if they strike your right cheek, turn and offer the left as well. Well, the strike in which Jesus was talking about uh, was the kind of strike that a person does if somebody is beneath. This kind, 
where you hit him with the back of your hand. So whoosh. Now, obviously, there's only one cheek you can hit. If you're right-handed, you're going to hit somebody in their right cheek that way. Just bam. That's the only way it can happen. If you turn your left cheek, it's impossible to hit somebody like this. You have to turn to the fist and strike them. And when you're going to strike somebody with a fist, you're striking an equal. You're not striking someone who is beneath you. And when you, when you see that and you learn that, it's actually really interesting uh, because the other stories in that same, in that same parable given uh, about if they take your, your cloak, give them your underwear too. I can't, can't remember the exact term there, but the shame was on the person who saw you naked, not on the person who was naked. Uh, what that stance does, if you give them the cheek, it gives them an out, number one. So it gives the aggressor an out where they, they can correct their ways and it gives the oppressed dignity, so to speak. So what you're actually doing is finding a third path in which everybody is equal. Everybody, like the outcome is the desire you would want. Uh, I've talked about previously on podcasts in real estate right now, it's not, we have to return to 2021 or I have to find a new job. The third way where everybody wins and sellers get the price they want and buyers get the deal that they can afford that they want, assumable mortgages are a third way right now. It's a, it's a different way. It's a different path than we have done transactions in the past, but it puts buyers into a deal that they can afford. Uh, and that's not something a lot of people know about. So that experience for that buyer is unbelievable. Like what you have given them, they didn't think they would find. And the seller is looking at the market. Oh, this isn't good. And thinking that they're not going to sell quickly or for more money or any of that kind of stuff. And they get all of that. Like everybody wins. If you look at it, you know, we talked yesterday about new construction. If a builder's got $200,000, $800,000 houses for sale in your market and they have, to, they have to take an absolute haircut to get those moved, well, not everybody's winning there, so to speak. You know, like the investors and the lenders and that kind of stuff with the builder and the builder themselves, like, that hurts them. So it's a it's a different sort of thing. Um, when you become somebody who seeks out the third way for things, you actually provide the level of service to your clients. You guide them, as it were, to the level that they think they're hiring. You know, they're not wondering if they're ever going to find a deal and they open their their TikTok and see you you know, doing some goofy dance, talking about marry the home and date the rate. You know, that's not, that kind of marketing doesn't come from a third way of thinking where you're looking for everyone to thrive. Uh, when you know inside information about a specific area or you, you have done your homework on where the economy has been and what, you know, like right now the Federal Reserve has really got their hands in the economy and they're they're being very aggressive and changing it. You should be doing homework to understand what that's going to do like tomorrow and then like six months from now. You want to be able to guide people into the right direction. You want to find that path where it's not either or, but it's the, it's the way where everybody thrives. That's what it looks like uh, to operate in the third way. Uh, one of the things that's helped me with this and if you need to hear this, 
write this down and just remember it and put it into practice. Remind yourself constantly when somebody is annoying you or they're saying something that you think is ridiculous. Um, you can you can use this and it will help you a ton. Most people are doing the very best they can with what it is that they have. And what that means is all of their life experience, knowledge, understanding, all of that has them right where they are right now. So uh, if they are behaving in a way that is hard to understand or if they're saying something that makes no sense to you whatsoever. Um, if you simply say, I don't think they're trying to hurt me. I think they're doing the very best they can with what it is that they have. It's got to be a little discernment there because there are times that people are trying to harm you. But those are very rare. By and large, people are doing the very best that they can with everything that they have. Take this at work. There are real estate agents that you will see in your market who are providing a horrible level of service or they're giving horrible advice. They're probably doing the best that they can. They're just experiences and understandings haven't lined up yet to let them see the error in those ways. Or maybe that's you and you need to, you know, spend some time every day studying and learning and upping your understanding of things. Uh, a few years ago when I was still in mortgages, uh, this was, I was just telling one of my friends about this. We got to get, we hadn't seen each other in, you know, 10 plus years, but he moved out here to Colorado. I live in Colorado now. So we got together and we were talking about events from 30 years ago. Um, I moved away from Iowa when I was young. So I really never have that conversation. I don't, I don't have a lot of people in my life from when I was a kid still. Uh, but we were, um, I lost my train of thought with that. We were talking about, um, I Oh, here we go. I got it. We were talking about just different experiences we've had in the in the in-between since the last time we saw each other. Uh, and we're both parents now. We've been married for a long time. Like last time we saw each other, uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, in fact, I don't think either of us were married the last time we saw each other, which maybe that's right. No, because he was at my wedding. So it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> but I was telling him when the... 2020 or 2016 election cycle came around for me that is when when I really grew and I really started to see things differently and I couldn't make sense of what I was watching on TV and what people were saying and I was watching uh, what felt like everybody just melt down over this election that shouldn't really have any impact on our lives because you know like the government in Washington DC is not supposed to be so big as to as to influence our day-to-day -day lives in the United States of America. But in this case, you know, it, it was bananas. And I couldn't make sense of the people defending Trump for the things they attacked Bill Clinton over and vice versa. The stuff that Bill Clinton should be able to do because he was president, you know, it was someone should execute Donald Trump for doing the same thing. I couldn't make sense of any of it. So what I started doing in every cup of coffee I got with people, and this is probably where my love of coffee and conversation came from, I would steer our conversations not into business and not into, you know, what, what can I do to get a referral from you? I would move into religion and politics and then just sit and listen. And I learned so much doing that from people because I had um, one, one of my favorite conversations from that era. I have a friend who's a real estate attorney. She's a black woman from, um, from West Virginia. I did not know West Virginia was the whitest state in America. 
Um, I didn't know uh, Robert Byrd's history, which if you don't know who he is, you can look him up. I'd only seen the caricature of him portrayed in the national media. I, you know, I, I have no experience as to what it would be like to be a black woman who's an attorney to walk into the courtroom of which I am representing one of the parties and to be dismissed as though I don't belong there. Like I got to have conversations like this with people that were absolutely like mindset altering, completely shifting my worldview on almost everything. And I saw that it is absolutely true that people are typically doing the best that they can with what they have and the understandings that they have uh, and that they're not out to get people. You know, you, we live in this crazy polarized time. If you think over the last three years, most of us have had friendships lost. We've had fights or arguments within our families. Uh, we've been divided to a level that is completely unhealthy and bad. Uh, and we haven't sought out a third way where we can, uh, where we can both walk away with our dignity and both walk away with the understanding that we care about each other and that the relationship between the two of us is more important than the, you know, whatever thing it is that divides us. Uh, and frankly, most people agree on like 90% of things. And, you know, the people that want to gain power or keep power, keep us focused on those few things that we don't agree on. That's stupid. So anyway, that I'm leading this conversation in the same direction with those. Uh, moving back on my history here. I would encourage you as someone in the real estate industry to be aware that there's a third way to every issue that you see and to look for it, to search out the way that you can thrive in a market when it looks like you've only got bad options, to seek out the way to build a bridge where it doesn't look like there's one to be built, or it looks like maybe the um, valley or the canyon is too wide in order to bridge that gap. Uh, find new ways uh, to, to thrill people with their experience working with you. Find ways you can pour into your referral partners and the people who support you in your business. Um, be open to trying and learning new things. Um, if, you, if you find yourself in a spot where it looks like you've only got two bad options, uh, find the third. And if you don't know how to find it, uh, one way that has always worked for me is I'll simply ask God, like, show me what I'm not seeing. What's the third way? And I can't think of a time I have ever thought that through that within a few minutes, if not instantaneously, I haven't found another path I can take that will find my way through this issue. Deal has fallen out. Find a third way to save it. Um, that kind of thinking where you are no longer giving in to the binary nature of our brains, where it wants that either or decision because it wants to use as little as as little energy as possible to get from point A to point B. Um, when you deny that and you look for another option, you will find it. And that third way is always the way where everyone thrives. I shouldn't say always. You could probably find a third way that's bad too. If, I mean, if we're, it's not like if you, if two decisions is not the right number, it could be five, six, seven. They really are infinite. But you get the idea here. If you find a way where everybody, you know, you find yourself in the middle of an argument and everybody can save face and you can walk away and give each other a hug and save the friendship or, you know, the relationship within the family, you should do that always. Um, it's not going to be a deal that you didn't close that you're going to regret when you're old and you're looking back at your life.
It'll be that person that you didn't mend fences with. It'll be that that time you could have taken a different path and you didn't. Uh, those are going to be the things that we look back on and regret. So a little bit different topic today. Um, felt like, you know, this kind of thing is really good to hear. And it's it's good to wrap your mind around understanding that you don't only have two options. Um, you You can find a way. And I would say if you are still here watching this conversation and you're consuming this content, you're somebody who's looking for a way to cross the bridge that is 2023, 2024, 2025. Next couple of years are going to be tough and you're going to have to be more creative and you're going to have to uh, learn new things and you're going to have to provide a level of service that you never imagined. If you're willing to do that, you are going to look back at 2021 and wonder how you ever did things that way and how you operated in that market and why anyone would ever want to go back because you will thrive. Uh, if you got value today, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe, uh, leave us a review. If you're on Spotify, uh, leave a comment, ask a question, share us. If there's a time that you found a third way, leave it in the comments and share it with the people who come behind you. Um, we always close this and this is what I want for you every day. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking time with me. I love having a cup of coffee with people. It really is the best thing that happens in real estate uh, amongst the people who operate within it. And um, I hope today is one of the best days of your life. God bless you.